Let's face it, most of us are under a great deal of stress. We deal with it every day. How do you declutter your mind? What do you do to try to reduce the stress? Hi, I'm Dr. Brian McDonald. Welcome to Primary Care. Today on ReachMD, a very special guest is Michelle Pascal. He's a meditation teacher, and he understands this. He knows this, and his new book, Meditation for Daily Stress, is a book which looks at that, meditation techniques to reduce stress, declutter our minds. And Michelle, we have a group of physicians in our audience, healthcare providers, a lot of people who help others, but also are under stress themselves. So what do you suggest as the ways to declutter your mind to try to reduce that stress? We need peace. Huh? First, we need peace. We need to be more calm in our daily life because in America, we need to be very active and productive. And everyone we know that more we are calm, in our daily life, more we have energy, more we are happy, and more we enjoy, more we are grateful with our life. So there is no debate. Everyone we know that when we are stressed, we don't feel good. And when we are stressed, we destroy our immune system. When we are stressed, we destroy our heart, our blood pressure. More we are stressed, less we can make a good job in our workplace. So the question of the stress, it's simple. Everyone, you, me, we need to be more calm. The question is, how can I be more calm in my daily life? Not how can I be more calm in a yoga room or in a landscape or in a monastery? No. How can I be more calm in my daily stress? This is exactly the book. And I propose 10 practices. I have adapted practices from the pure spirituality that we live in a monastery. It was my life. I lived before in America in the Himalayas, in one of the biggest monasteries. And also, I have adapted these practices with the last discoveries that we know about the brain. I work with a lot of neuroscientists and so we put electrodes on the brain and we see when we practice meditation for daily stress, it works immediately. What I like about what you're talking about is you say it can be as little as one minute. I mean, that much, can you regroup, center yourself in that shorter period of time? You know what we can do, Brian? We can make one minute meditation together for your followers on hair. Huh? This is the best answer, how to meditate. Okay, sounds great. How do we do it? So, I snap three times, and just we close our eyes. We are sitting down like a mountain. We do nothing. Just we are sitting down like a mountain. If we have some thought in our mind, we do nothing. Thoughts are like clouds in the sky. They move. But when we meditate like a mountain, we can be more stable like a mountain. We can breathe like a mountain. So we visualize a mountain. We see the stability of 
the mountain. We breathe in mentally the stability. We keep our breath and we exhale the stability of the mountain in all our body. And immediately we feel more stable. We feel more calm. When we meditate like a mountain, we become a mountain. And we open our eyes. And we see around us the colors are more real. If we touch our fingers, the sensation is more real. How do you feel, Brian? It's relaxing. I got to ask you some questions. Why the mountain? Why did you focus on that? Was there a secret to that or just any image? Yes. It's, the mountain is the first practice that we learn in a monastery. Because when we are sitting down like a mountain, when we visualize a mountain, immediately in our brain, we create the cognitive process associated to the concept of the mountain. So immediately we know in neuroscience, we have less cortisol, the hormone of the stress, and we have more serotonin, the, the hormone of the happiness, of the well-being. Every, every emotion, it's an addiction. It's a neurochemical addiction. Every, any visualization creates a cognitive process. We know that in neuroscience since 20 years. If I talk to you, if I say visualize a gun, for example, immediately we create a chemical reaction in our brain associated with the concept of violence. But if we practice like a mountain, immediately we create a cognitive process associated with the visualization of the mountain. So if we were taught maybe think that you're on a desert island looking at the ocean that doesn't have the impact that the mountain does? Exactly. In meditation for daily stress, I develop 10 practices. We can meditate like a mountain to be more stable. We can also meditate like an horizon to see our brainwave flat, like an horizon. And you know, one of the most problems with the stress is our brain is running all time. So when we meditate like an horizon, we see our brainwave is flat. We unplug our stress in a few seconds. And when we practice like that, one minute, two, three minutes per day at the workplace, for example, if you practice every day, the meditation like a mountain face to your computer at the workplace, you don't lose time. You use the time that you have face to your computer. If you practice like that in your car, in the traffic, in the street, 
uh, in your home, in your daily life, in your daily stress. A few days after, you have a new perception of your office. Your office becomes a place you love to be more calm. We change the perception of our life when we meditate like that. You're listening to Primary Care today on ReachMD. I'm your host, Dr. Brian McDonough. My guest is Michelle Pascal. We're talking about meditation, meditation techniques and what can work for you. Now, one of the things I honestly, full disclosure, have to say is I found it very hard to relax for that one minute. Is that something, besides the fact I'm hosting a radio show and thinking about a million things, is that something that's because I don't do it often enough that it's a skill you have to pick up over time? What, what, why, I mean, were you able to find a, you know, a euphoric state in that minute? Yes. The key is when we practice one minute, it's very short time. But in reality, in the brain, there is a lot of activities with the neurochemical. So when we practice, for example, one minute, when we start uh, our car, when we go to the traffic, when we practice one minute, when we start our day face to our computer, when we practice one minute, when we take our coffee, when we go to restroom, the key is to use every situation of our daily life to train our mind. This is meditation for daily stress. I use every situation. For example, one of my favorite practice, me, it's to say to you, how are you? How are you? It's my mantra. It's my favorite practice. Because every time per day we say, how are you? Most of time we are not present. We say, how are you? But we don't really care. So when we use the moment, it's very short time to say, how are you? How are you, Brian? Suddenly, I am very present to you. And multiply every day, every time I say to someone, how are you? I train my mind to be more calm, to be more present. Because the goal of the meditation is to be more present. It's to be more grateful. It's to be more calm to really enjoy every minute of our life. So what about cell phones, being online, Facebook, texting people, uh, getting calls yes, from work 24-7, those types of things that a lot of people face. Uh, we're, we're doing these radio programs where they're talking about how physicians can get more information at home from their patients and you know read their EKGs at 10 p.m., all those things. How do they shift from all that information into meditation, much like someone in the business world, you know, those types of things. Everybody has these issues. What do you do? Yes. The question is, for example, with the cell phone, how can I use my cell phone to be more calm? How my cell phone can become my meditation teacher? So it's so simple. When my cell phone is ringing, I wait three times three sounds with my cell phone and I use my cell phone to make, to, to take a deep breath, to be more present, to go back to the calm in my mind. My cell phone, it's not, oh, someone wants to call me again. No, the three sounds. This is like a gong in a monastery like a bell in a church, 
I can use the sound of my cell phone to give me the signal. This is my time. Three seconds to be more calm. And more I do like that, more I create in my brain a neurochemical addiction. Because if you do that, after two, three days, when your cell phone is ringing, your cell phone becomes your friend. You enjoy when the cell phone is ringing because in your subconsciousness, you know when the phone is ringing, this is the time I can be more calm. You're listening to Primary Care today on ReachMD. We only have a few more minutes with Michelle Pascal. I wanted to ask you, what haven't I brought up that you think is important to talk about that I haven't thought of or that you'd like to share with our audience? Yes, I love your question. The most important, what we need before any tips, any advices, what we need to be more calm in our daily life. Because more we are calm, more we have energy, more we are happy, more we are productive. There is no life without peace. There is no life. We exist, but we don't live. This is the difference between existing and living. We exist. We have a lot of, a lot of activities, but we are never present to our life. So when we are more calm, when we train our mind every day, when we enjoy every situation, we rediscover our life. We rediscover our job or co-workers, or managers, or children, or families, or friends. And immediately, life becomes a miracle. Because life is a miracle. The goal of a good meditation is to be more alive. We become more alive. One last question. In your book, Meditation for Daily Stress, you talk about a lot of the different techniques and things. You talk about strategies. You talk about all the things. Again, how do you get that across in a book form? I mean, what's the best way that you were able to communicate what you want to tell people? People can come on my website, michelpascal.tv. On michelpascal.tv, you have a lot of practices, video, audio guidance. And in October, at the Carnegie Hall, I will make a concert and I will present my app. I'm created my application. And this app will be unique in the world because we will use artificial intelligence. So you will write on your cell phone your problem. For example, I am stressed in my job and I come to you by a video during two minutes to practice with you to feel better immediately. That sounds pretty interesting. So it's a way to reach out and to be there. Different video segments, or is it the same one that would come all the time? We record around 500 videos. And every video, it's for a precise question that you will ask. And this application will be amazing because more you practice, less you pay. <laughs> <laughs> Your goal is to get people not to have to pay because that means you're successful, right? Well, Michelle Pascal, I want to thank you for joining us on Primary Care today. It's been a real pleasure. Appreciate all you're doing, and thanks for joining us on the program. Thank you so much, Brian. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, Brian. This is Dr. Brian McDonough. If you missed any of this discussion, please visit reachmd.com slash today. You can download the podcast. You can learn more about the series. Thank you for listening and being a part of the knowledge.